0: The category of Hungarica is well known. According to the official description, a collective term to indicate the peak performances of Hungarians, Hungarika highlights the distinct attributes, singularities, specialities and qualities characteristic of Hungarians. Hungarika could be handicrafts, foodstuffs, drinks or even a single person's oeuvre. The Herend and Jolnay porcelains presented in the first hall also belong here. The difference between the two is only that while Herend porcelain is part of the cultural heritage, Jolnay porcelain adds to the category of accomplishments in arts and crafts. Entering the fourth hall of the exhibition, you can observe a new collection of Hungarika, the Holosh lace, dating back to 1902. It's the pride of a town in southern Hungary, Kishkun Holosh. It boasts its own workshop, the Cipkehas, lace house, built in 1935 and still standing today. The lace is completely made by hand. A single larger piece might take years to complete. The unique method was passed on from generation to generation, so these handicrafts present a blend of tradition and art. Hollash lace, which won awards at several world's fairs, rightly competes with its counterparts from Brussels or Venice. The Juliana tablecloth won the grand prize in Brussels in 1935. It's a richly patterned lace, recalling Rococo traditions, with motifs of a flowering garden. It's named after Juliana, Crown Princess of the Netherlands, as the first piece was donated to her in 1937 by the Hungarian National Association on the occasion of her wedding. One of the most expensive patterns, requiring 4,500 work hours, one of the highest, is the lace with six animals. It won a grand prize in Paris in 1937. We can recognise several of the six animals on the lace. Besides the pelican, the lion, the deer and the swan, there are two mythical figures as well. The flourishing of Hollash lace was interrupted only by the Second World War. The lace house began operating again in 1952. After these troubled times, the first big competition for the manufactory was the 1958 Brussels World's Fair. The tablecloth, named after the city, which you can see in the bottom row on the wall, won a grand prize. Holas lace is not only a special creation, but also Hungary's ambassador abroad, as it is a popular diplomatic gift. For instance, pieces of hollars lace were donated to the last Hungarian king, Charles IV and his wife, but also to Queen Elizabeth II, U.S. President George H.W. Bush, Pope John Paul II on his visit to Hungary in 1996, and Pope Francis, who came to the country for the International Eucharistic Congress of 2021. Ceramics made at the Herend and Jolnai porcelain manufacturers already appeared at the world's fairs and were very successful, so they remained a permanent part of Hungarian presentations of the early 20th century. Practically every piece showcased at the exhibitions was sold, so our exhibition often shows replicas rather than the original ceramics. After the large cabinet on the left, we find one of the most emblematic objects of the Herend manufactory, a plate called Vitam et Sanguinem, on which we can see an important moment of Hungarian history. The Habsburg Empress, Maria Theresa, ascending to the throne of Hungary in 1741, asks for the help of Hungarian peers in the War of the Austrian Succession. In the historicist scene, the Parliament offers Hungary's military power to Maria Theresa with the exclamation, Our lives and blood. The plate was first presented at a World's Fair in 1862, which also proves Moore Fisher's inventiveness. The Hungarians and Austrians became estranged after the Hungarian Revolution and War of Independence of 1848-49. to 49. But by 1862, the two parties were growing closer again, so the choice of subject was deeply symbolic. The tapestry, festival of the Šokci Búšos, in Hungarian Búšojaráš, by István Ban, adorned the restaurant of the Hungarian Pavilion at the 1958 Brussels World's Fair. Today it hangs in the salon of the City Hall of Mohács in southern Hungary. The tapestry shows the traditions of the festival of the Šokci Búšos. Use the application Artivive to see the image come to life. This festival is an old Hungarian folk tradition to banish winter and await spring. The Bushosh wear sheepskin clothing, female moccasins and knobby stockings, hiding their faces behind wooden masks. They play humorous pranks on visitors to the festival, while trying to chase winter away with loud instruments, mostly rattles and bells. The Festival of Bouchos is part of UNESCO's Cultural World Heritage List since 2009 and is a Hungaricum since 2012. If you look around the tapestry, you can see several special items of the instrument collection of the National Museum. The ivory flute, once owned by Frederick II of Prussia, was sent to the 1873 Vienna World's Fair thanks to the Pierist Order. Across from it, you can see a zimbalo created in the instrument factory of Wenzel Schunder, which was also exhibited in Vienna. Gypsy musicians used to play Schunder's instrument, and Franz Josef himself enjoyed their music. In a short period, Schunder's factory produced 10,000 pieces of the perfected zimbalo. As a Hungarian patriot, Schunder felt it was his duty to retain the first pedal cymbalo he patented as a national treasure. So he bought it back from its owner, and after celebrating the 50-year jubilee of his factory, he donated the instrument to the National Museum. The oboe seen here also won a prize in Vienna in 1873. It was donated to our museum by Karoy Schunder in 1927. You can also see a violin crafted by Samuel Nemesanyi called the Hungarian Stradivari. It was made for the 1873 Expo. The wonderful piano with cello resonant soundbox is the work of one of the most prominent Hungarian piano makers of the 1860s and 70s, Lajos Beregsazi. With his innovations, Bergsazi contributed significantly to the evolution of modern high-volume pianos at an international level. At the 1862 London World's Fair, Sazi won a medal for his new system. From 1851 to 1878, he took part in eight large international exhibitions. His excellent pianos were widely known... In the 1860s, even Franz Liszt, the famous Hungarian composer, played concerts on them.